nice to meet you. I'm so excited to talk. Oh, talk to you. Sorry. I've I've I, I just gushed about the game to Jeffrey and I wanted like I'll just start with thank you for making an incredibly awesome game. <laughs> well, thank um, you very much. I hope uh, you had a pleasant <laughs> time with uh, Jeffrey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I did. Um, yeah, sorry. I I'm just really in love with Immortals Phoenix Rising, so I'm sorry if I'm like a little, I'm a little fangirly right now. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I've put about 26 hours in it so far. Um, and one of the things that like I do want to start off with was the inspiration for the visual style, because there is something so accessible about it. Like I, when I think about Greek mythology, a lot of the stuff that we get, like I was like seven watching Xena warrior princess. I probably should not have been watching it that young. Um, but like a lot of the stuff we get with Greek myth is either really adult or, or really, really for kids, but there's something that is all ages and vibrant and accessible about the art style of immortals. It's just, it's just welcoming. What went into kind of crafting that? And did you have that accessibility in mind? Uh, yeah, to be honest, yes, because uh, when we were giving this mandate, um, we were about to we were about to finish uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and uh, you know, uh, we've learned so much about the Greek mythology, Greek history in general. So uh, with uh, and we said, oh, it would be great to do um, something about the Greek mythology because uh, we were giving like a mandate do do a game. And uh, but one thing for sure is that we wanted to do something very different that doesn't look like an easy game. And uh, um, uh, we said, why not do something more stylized, more accessible uh, that could ap appeal the youth and the, the older people and that could be also a bit less uh, mature. So uh, so uh, so basically we wanted to go out of our comfort zone because we in fact, it was kind of a leap of faith <laughs> to take like a catchphrase from Assassin's Creed. But uh, we said, okay, why not try it? Because uh, we want to learn as an as artist. We said, okay, we want to do something different because it's it's not often that you get some sort of uh, these type of occasion when you're working yeah. in the game industry. So so then we started to look at stylize uh, what what stylization because it could be pretty much anything. Um, yeah. So um, uh, so. Uh, the, the small group that we were when we started this, uh, they were a lot of fans, uh, including myself, of uh, Ayo Miyazaki uh, from, uh, you know, the yeah. Ghibli's movie. So, so it was, uh, I asked the team at some point with uh, one of our material leads to to see, would it, would, would it be possible to do a game that has that sort of aesthetic? And when it comes to the stylization of the materials, the depth, the way they manage the, the depth, um, so uh, since we were using, I don't know if you're familiar with Substance Designers and Substance Painter, which are a software that we use in the gaming industry, which allows you to basically tweaks like within shaders and nods uh, your material. So we did some tests and uh, we did realize, yes, that could be possible. So so what we've did, we went in Paris and we've proposed that idea to uh, the board there. The, and um, was uh, we were really unsure because uh, if you look at the games within the Ubisoft portfolio, it's yeah. mostly on the realistic side. So, so uh, we really didn't know what to expect from that uh, meeting with them. And then this, we had like a full, full green light. There was unanimous 
echo from all of them so which was like very exciting for us and then <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then it was uh, up to us to okay now we need to make a game uh, that has that uh, aesthetic and um, that's also using like a, a PBR engine which is a physically based rendering so it's the same engine that we've used to build Assassin's Creed Odyssey so um, so we did face a lot of challenges and opportunities. We did a lot of uh, trials and error to make sure we nailed the styles. And then at some point, uh, you know, uh, the Ghibli's movies are 2D, mo 2D movies. So yeah. it's it's not the same relationship with that because in the game you control your character, you can pretty much look wherever you want. You can travel as you wish and you climb and you can go pretty much everywhere. So um, uh, of course, throughout times we've define our own vision uh, with based on our own artistic sensibilities and the knowledge we've gathered like uh, as game developer so i guess the game got its own aesthetic in the end but um to answer your question because that was <laughs> quite a long, uh, long answer um, yeah it was the goal to do something that was uh, refreshing uh, very bright uh, colorful uh, to create some sort of a feel-good game yeah. Uh, and um, I'm glad that you enjoy it. <laughs> and one of the things that I, I really, really enjoy is I'm a, I'm a huge puzzle person. Mm -hmm. So watching how the puzzles have been um, not only like not only are they beautiful and I'm thinking kind of like the um, the. Oh, the the painting puzzles on the ground. I forget yes. what the, I forget. The I forget frescoes. That. Yeah, the frescoes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but they're also such a really good point of how the animation style is gorgeous, but it's also, you all have also worked in um, a sort of visual language to help players when they're in, when they kind of struggle a little bit on a puzzle, right? Like if I stand by that fresco long enough, I'll get to see a little bit of arrows that will help me and guide yes, yes. me. Um, what went into making these, I don't want to call them guardrails, but like these, um, guides i guess throughout the game because they're very seamlessly done i've played other puzzle games that it's just okay now here is a giant here's a giant line that now disrupts the rest of the art um versus something that's seamlessly woven into it and it's the same thing in, in the vaults of tartarus's yes. um so what went into that um that's i guess more a design question because at some point you know how do you gauge difficulties with puzzles um it's easy with the enemies you lower like hit points and uh, and then you can manage some sort of uh, um, like a gradation of difficulties but with puzzles uh, the team had to face like okay sometimes the puzzles are very hard the, the timings need to be perfect and they uh, sometimes you <laughs> They really challenge your wits, so uh, how to understand them. But you feel smart when you complete them. So, uh, so I guess they uh, because that's what that was not really on the art side, but they managed to find ways to um, like like the arrows to highlight like what you should do or not. Uh, but on the art aspect, um, the challenge since we had so many puzzles, there you know there's the vaults, there's like multiple different types of puzzles within the world also. So. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, all the puzzle areas are built around some sort of a golden type of architecture. So um, that's a visual language that we've uh, put in place to make sure that they were always visible. Mm -hmm. uh, so they all share the same materi materials. So uh, so they were treated as a challenge made by for the, by the Olympians to challenge like future heroes. Um, in the vault of Tartarus, um, which is the lair of Typhoon. So all the gears and mechanics and puzzles are uh, dressed up with like a monster figure. So there's like creatures and stuff like that. So we have tried to 
uh, assign some sort of visual signs and feedback so the player could easily uh, at least identify what are parts of a puzzle or not. So, so I guess it's a mixture of uh, lots of sign and feedback that makes them like um, uh, uh, understandable. And uh, at some point, when you need the help, that uh, the help is provided in a way that doesn't disrupt your uh, your experience. I would say. Uh, one of the other things that I've I've really appreciated is uh, y'all's take on the creatures, uh, the mythological creatures. Like I think mm -hmm. Cerberus is probably my favorite one that you all have adapted because they have the core characteristics that you think of when you think mm -hmm. of these of, of these animals or, or these creatures, but yet they look very unique. What was the process in in designing the creatures of the world? Um, but. First, with they're all Greek mythology creatures. So, uh, so for us, uh, like we did for the world, because we built the world in a very different way that we used to do on Assassin's Creed on an Assassin's Creed game, where it's designed as a theme park, it's super stylized. So things are uh, like like oversized, and uh, there's very distinct distinguishable landmarks. So for the creatures, the same thought process was applied where. Uh, we didn't want like to, to have like super highly realistic or very highly detailed creatures because it wasn't part of the art direction of the game. So uh, we've tried to uh, get rid of the uh, unnecessary stuff when it comes to their design and just uh, play with strong silhouettes. Uh, so to make sure you could read them, understand them, understand their behavior with their silhouettes and their size. Uh, also, we've added like a lot of emissive parts on them so they, they are very bright at night or even at day so to make sure that they are visible uh, let's say at night in the shadows or in, in any type of given environment so uh, so that's basically it so it's, a, it's just a uh, we did a lot of uh, silhouette research and uh, uh, and tests to make sure that each creatures could be identifiable by the player from a distance We've played a lot with the LODs, which is the level of detail. So from a distance, so you could see them even if they're far away from you. And then their size. Uh, and then the animation plays a big part of it. Uh, so the way they move, their idle cycles, uh, the effects around them, because uh, there's a dif different level of difficulties through them. So uh, they get tougher as you uh, uh, as you you're getting better. Also, they're tougher per region. So uh, so they change color also. So we use a mix of shapes. Uh, pretty much all the art notions, but uh, we just thought carefully of it when we were designing those creatures. Awesome. Um, and I think one one of the other, now the next question I have kind of goes to, to how you mentioned that it, it's kind of more like a theme park with different mm -hmm. sections and, and each section is tied to a different god. Yes. Um, now for someone like Ares or Aphrodite, mm -hmm. um, that, that as somebody who has like, watched greek myth or greek myth-based media that kind of stuff i was like okay cool yeah these are totally them and then i was thinking but what would the what would athena's land look like because i don't know like i she's my favorite goddess yes. but i don't know too much about her visually like some of these other gods that you're so used to seeing portrayed visually yes. so what went into kind of constructing landscapes for maybe gods that people aren't too too uh, too familiar with um, well, 
you know, through the puzzles and myths that are narrated by the gods, I guess you'll learn about a bit more about those gods. But let's say for Athena, we know from the Greek mythology that she used to work a lot with humans. She helped a lot of uh, uh, human heroes in their quest to defeat creatures. And also Athena, she's one of the goddess of war, but mostly on the wisdom side. So she's the technician. Yeah. So that's why in our region, we've decided to place the more Greek architecture like uh, that you, most people know nowadays. So there's a lot of temples and there's also a lot of human farms because uh, we wanted to highlight that proximity with humans that she had like yeah. in Greek mythology. Uh, another aspect is the symbols of Athena, it's the olives. So there's a lot of olive trees in the region. There's a lot of forests. So to highlight that maze feeling where it, you need to be more tactical. So it's not like wide open like in Aries, where it's like more treated as a big battleground. Yeah. Um, so and also we use the, the blue color because the Athena has uh, the blue color as sanctuary. So, uh, so uh, like it's all a different type of... Um, mixed uh, elements that uh, we use to highlight our uh, region. Let's say for Hephaestus, which is the black mix of the god, which is the region close to the Athena's one. Uh, we've, we've, we've designed a, a giant forge because uh, an, an area where he was like doing his craft. And then around the forge, there's like multiple, um, uh, let's say factories or uh, area that he used to gather resources for his forge. So there's the aqueduct, the windmill, the deforested forests and there's mines where uh, so uh, we've uh, we've tried uh, to create some sort of visual storytelling in mm-hmm. each regions to truly support like the main thematics or the god that used to live in that region so we did apply those same recipe for all those regions so they're the goal was to make them very different because you know as a gamer uh, we want to offer to our players like um, uh, sentiment of progression throughout. So each time you travel in the world, you see something different. You feel you discover something different. So, so that's how you get your plane to be engaged, and uh, the, the, so they could spend time in the world, and so the world is engaging for them. So um, those are the type of recipe we use when building uh, Immortals: Phoenix Rising. On on the question of landscapes as well, one of the most beautiful things that I love doing is when I get up to the Hall of the Gods, I kind of just run around so I can look at everything. Like yeah. every time I go to the Hall of the Gods, I run to the perimeter and I, I it, it, there's just something breathtaking of getting to see the entire landscape. Yes. But then once I jump off and I, I use my wings and I, and I kind of glide, I just realize how large the world is. Yes. So what went into crafting something that that kind of it feels like I can I, I I'm seeing all of it, but then once I'm in it, I realize how large it is. That that, that yes. couldn't have been easy. No, no, no. It, especially <laughs> on the technical side, because uh, being able to see so much uh, it has a huge impact on the memory and the loading, yeah. uh, uh, streaming of textures and all of that. And uh, also, uh, you're right because uh, that's a challenge we've faced when you're on the All of God or any reach high point to. Um, you feel that the world might not be that big because you're seeing all of it. And that was an issue with, with a depth perception. So, uh, of course, we've tried to uh, ramp maps or try to stylize or uh, or uh, LODs, but also uh, at some point uh, it was not enough. So we've added like low clouds. We've played a yeah. little bit of fogs just to layer the world. So yeah. uh, we could like hide and also enhance that feeling of depth that there's lots to see in distance. 
because you you're right because when you're in the world uh, the scales change completely because there's a lot of things that are occluded so you, you're not seeing everything at once so uh, yeah. the feeling is very different but that was an interesting challenge to deal with like the fact that you could see pretty much everything so uh but it, it was a fun challenge and uh, i think we've managed to do something good in the end yeah, I mean, and I, I think it's it's phenomenal. And, and when um, each with each re region having that scouting miss, mission to go to mm -hmm. the highest point and then and then scout it out um, there, there's almost when, when you're in your that that view, it almost looks like a painting when you're looking at the landscape. Mm -hmm. Was that a really conscious choice that y'all made or mm -hmm. was it just kind of how it how it had to be technically? No, 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 no. I'm glad that you're saying that because, you know, painterly was one of our keywords when we started this project. So painterly meaning that you're perceiving the medium utilized in the, like say the material. So, which is the brush stroke or something like that, like in the, mm -hmm. those painting of the, the Ghibli's movies. Yeah. Um, so to create that aspect, it's, um, it's how we've managed to deal with our uh, LODs, which is like like the, the far away object that you're seeing in the world. So, yeah. uh, so we stylize those. So, so if you pay attention, you'll see it. Like there's of, uh, often like two tones, like bright and dark, and uh, so it looks almost like a, a, a painted like element. Yeah. So, but that's uh, we've been working a lot on our shaders and our ramp maps and all technical stuff to achieve that. So it's on purpose. Um, uh, it's, uh, so it's not like an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you, in fact, we work a lot because, you know, in games, uh, open world games, most of the time you see the, the landscape. And so you see all the fakes, the imposters, yeah. the LOD. So that's what you see the most. So we need to pay attention to those elements. Well, it it is it is gorgeous from the characters to the landscapes, and I think one of my one of my favorite things that I noted when I when I played the hands on demo, um, it, the first thing I noticed was how Prometheus and Zeus, and then Athena or now as as the gods come into the halls, they have the constellations mapped onto their skin, yeah. and it's something that I I don't like. It doesn't stand out right away until you mm -hmm. watch a little bit closer and you notice that. Mm -hmm. Was that was that a hard effect? Or because it it it's just I don't know why I mentioned it. It's breathtaking to me because there's just oh, this yeah. idea that a god has the stars mapped like like veins on yeah. them. Um, how 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 did y'all decide to do that? <laughs> uh, in fact, we wanted to make sure that the gods looks different than the the, the player. So yeah. so that's why they're bigger. And uh, if you paid attention, also in the world, like the architectural structures are bigger than uh, they're not at the humans scale. Yeah. Because it's a world built for them, not for humans. So uh, we want to make sure that you feel small in the world of the gods. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, one of uh, way to achieve this is also to make them a bit appear like a bit magical. So when uh, since the gods in the Greek mythology, it's, you can often see their uh, within the stars, like their constellation, like the Milky Way, which has a, a long story <laughs> around it, mention it here because it might not be appropriated. But uh, so uh, we thought of that idea. We've tried to link like uh, skybox stars to the gods themselves because, uh, you know, when you get to the Apotheos uh, in the Greek mythology, like when Hercules was becoming a god, so you you reach the sky. So so it's very Greek mythology oriented, like like that type of thinking. And also, uh, uh, you see at night. Also, we've paid a lot of attention, so there you could clearly see the Milky Way in the yeah. sky. So, so, um, so yeah, that those are like uh, 
It's all, uh, you know, uh, when you think of Greek mythology, it's so rich and there's so much things you could do with this universe, which is, uh, it's incredible. So, uh, uh, so we had so much like gather, uh, we gather so much information throughout the years that we just use this the best as we could to, uh, to, uh, to uh, highlight or um, like bonify the, the visual of the game. And then I'm so sorry to interrupt, but we are about at time. Oh. So we're going to have to start wrapping up. Yeah, I got one more question and then, yeah. Uh, so the final question was just, what was your favorite uh, myth or piece of Greek mythology to incorporate? Because, I mean, you all have done so much. Like, every single piece of this game is imbued with Greek mythology. But do you have a favorite? Um, yes and no, because uh, as a game developer and art director, I think the whole game itself and uh, all what we've did in it i think i'm i'm in love with i'm very proud of what uh, as a team we managed to achieve uh but i have to say that the one of my favorite maybe not mid but region of the game was probably the zeus one uh i don't know if you got there but uh like the the ascension the the visuals the ambience that's there uh i think it's very special and uh and when you re finally reach the summit of the mountain it was so long and difficult i think uh, we've managed to create like a very sentiment of accomplishment and i think that's great to to, to feel that uh, while playing a game so um, that would be my answer <laughs> awesome thank you so much for talking with me seriously it, it, it is a beautiful game and i i told jeffrey before this like this game has been like a nice light in my life right now that i've needed <laughs> so i'm i'm in love with it and thank you for all your work on it and making uh, it so beautiful <laughs> thank you for the kind word it's very appreciated yeah. <laughs> thank you have a great rest of your day <laughs> okay you too bye bye <laughs>